My third story is about this. When I was 17, I read a quote that wonder something like, If you live each day as if it was your last, someday you will almost certainly be right. It made an impression on me, and since then for the last 33 years, I have looked in the mirror every morning and asked myself, if today were the last day of my life, would I want to do what I am about to do today? And whenever the answer has been no for too many days in a row, I know I need to change something. Remembering that I will be dead soon is the most important tool I've ever encountered to help me make the big choices in life. Because almost everything, all external expectations, or pride, or fear of embarrassment or failure, these things just fail away in the face of this, leaving only what is truly important. Remembering that you are going to die is the best way I know to avoid the trap of thinking you have something to lose. You are already nicked. There's no reason not to follow your heart. About a year ago, I was diagnosed with cancer. I had a scan at 7.30 in the morning, and it clearly showed a tumor on my pancreas. I didn't even know what a pancreas was. The doctors told me this was almost certainly a type of cancer that is incurable, and that I should expect to live no longer than 3 to 6 months. My doctor advised me to go home and get my affairs in order, which is doctor's code for prepare to die. It means to try to tell your kids everything you thought you'd have you, you thought you'd have the next ten years to tell them in just a few months. It means to make sure everything is buttoned up so that it will be as easy as possible for your family. It means to say your goodbyes. I lived with Zen diagnosis all day. Later the evening I had a biopsy. Where they stuck an end scope down my throat, through my stomach and into my intestines, put a needle into my pancreas, and got a few cells from the tumor. I was sedated, but my wife, who was there, told me that when they viewed the cells under a microscope, the doctors start crying because it turned to be a very rare form of pancreatic cancer that is cured with surgery. I had the surgery, and I'm fine now. This was the closest I've been to facing this, and I hope it's the closest I get for a few more decades. Having lived through it, I can now say this to you with a bit more certainty than when this was a useful but purely intellectual concept. No one wants to die. Even people who want to go to heaven don't want to die to get there. And yet this is the destination we all share. No one has ever escaped it. And that is as it should be. Because this is very likely the single best evolution of life. It is life's change agent. It clears out the old to make way for the new. Right now, the new is you. But someday not too long. Sorry. But someday not too long from now. You will gradually become the old and be cleared away. Sorry to be so dramatic, but it is quite true. Your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living with the results of some other people's thinking. 
Don't let the noise of others' opinions drown out of your own, own inner voice. And the most important, have the courage to follow your heart intuition. They somehow already know what you truly want to become. Everything else is secondary. When I was young, there was an amazing publication called the Whole Earth Catalog, which was one of the Bibles of my generation. It was created by a fellow named Stuart Brand not far from here in Menon Park, and he brought it to life with his po po poetic touch. This was in the late 1960s, before personal computers and desktop publishing. So it was all made with typewriters, scissors, and Polaroid cameras. It was sort of like Google in paperback form. 35 years before Google came along, it was idealistic and overflowing with neat tools and great notions. Stewart and his team put out several issues of the whole Earth catalog, and then when it had run its course, they put out a final issue. It was the mid-1970s, and I was your age. On the back cover of their final issue was a photography of an early morning country road, the kind you might find yourself hitchhiking on if you are so adventurous. Beneath it were the words, Stay hungry, stay foolish. That was their farewell message as their sign off. Stay hungry, stay foolish. And I have always wished that for myself. And now, as you graduate to be a new, I wish that for you. Stay hungry, stay foolish. Thank you all very much. Okay. So I think, you know, this speech impressed me much. The first story is about connecting the thoughts. The second story is about love and loss. And the third story is about this. Um, don't be trapped by dogma, which is living with the results of someone's people's thinking. Don't let the noise of others' opinion drown out of your own inner voice. Thank you guys. Thank you.